Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio, also the provider of the game balls that they've been giving out each week. And I'm very excited to talk about Coach about that and what the reaction is from the players once they realize that these balls were being disputed. And obviously, the big shout-out to Permanente Brothers for their Hungry Man um, gift cards as well. But Coach Perry, uh, COVID got the best of the – program last week you were unable to play the game at Jefferson uh how disappointed was everybody including yourself and coaching staff and obviously the players yeah uh you know me personally and I I know our coaches it it was it was a really 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 tough pill to swallow um not without judgment to anyone you know to the administration I had to make the call but you know you, you just you think of these kids and you think of the amount of work that you put in in this sport you know, I've told the kids sometimes there's not even a lot of rational thought in the, I'm going to do all this work and only do something 10 times, you know, for a season. Uh, to, to take 10% of that and, and say, you know, uh, you, you can't play. I just I, – I, I probably took it harder than I should, uh, but I think it's like anything else we've talked about probably, Bo, which is uh, kids are more resilient than adults. And uh, I know our kids, when we broke the news to them, that, you know, their heads were down low, whatever, but uh, – uh, they probably most of them took it better than than the coaches. So, uh, and that was evident this week. Uh, I really felt we came out with great energy this week, and nobody was hanging their heads and uh, just preparing. You know, as you, really from the kids' standpoint, you wouldn't know anything was wrong. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I like I like to think I'm. Well, I mean, I'm a miserable person a lot of times, but sometimes I always have that positive mindset where, you know, it could leave the kids that much hungrier. They they saw, hey, this could be taken away this quickly, and let's really come out this Friday and, and sure. put our best foot forward. That that's sort of been the theme, you know. We you talk to kids, and then, uh, hey, this is this goes fast. You're going to miss it, blah blah blah, and they don't really believe you. And then it's it's sort of every year the the seniors like coach, I I just didn't get it when you were telling us that. And then the, the alumni speakers that come back and they say you guys are really going to miss this when they're gone. But until you go through it, you don't know. But, you know, that's what we think with the kids is, you know, you guys get it now? You know, when it gets ripped out from under you, that feeling of what did you feel like Friday night not being able to compete? And, uh, you know, a lot of head nodding when we talked about that. I I think the kids realized, like, wow, this this is not guaranteed to us. And we hope that that, you know, translates into, you know, maximum effort this Friday. uh, And uh, I believe it will. How does that work in terms of scheduling, win loss, everything? How does that affect? That's it? a good question. People probably don't know. So it, it's just a known contest. So it's it doesn't uh, it doesn't hurt you necessarily. Obviously, it doesn't help you. Um, so you kind of have to be a calculus major to, to understand how playoff points work. But you basically take all the wins you have and divide that by ten. You get some points, and then you take all the wins of your opponents, and you typically divide that by a hundred because. It's 10 games times 10 teams, that's 100. When you only play nine, now you drop your divisor down to 90. So it it averages those other games you play even more. So 
Um, and, you know, Jefferson, who was coming in at 3-1, and one, if we were able to win that, I think we'd have been better off playing it. But it it doesn't completely wreck you like a loss, uh, you know. So it's better than a loss, I guess, as far as the computer is concerned. Um, additionally, and I, I don't know, I don't even – it's so far out to think about. Uh, we can play 10 regular season games up until the middle of November, I think they said. So we could technically, um, you know, after the playoffs like we did last year, or, um, you know, say uh, we didn't make the playoffs, we don't even like to think about that. Uh, we could pick up a, a, the 10th game uh, with somebody else. Now, it probably likely wouldn't be Jefferson because they picked up Sharpsville and, you know, they're on courts to play on the 10 games. But, uh, as far as, you know, what we would do at the end of the season, you know, this year, if we if we have an opportunity to play a tenth game, I think you just kind of have to get you know guide where you're at. Like for instance, last year, uh, after we had played two playoff games, we played Howland um, to play that play a ninth game because the, the season was shortened. Uh, but I could tell you that was a that was a mixed bag situation. It just felt really weird to be playing. <laughs> after the playoffs, after he'd been knocked out of the playoffs. So uh, we wanted to do that because we wanted to keep the rivalry going. You know, it's been so many years. We've played it every year. Um, but, you know, we were really scheduled to play Hubbard that week. But then Hubbard just decided to end their season. Um, you know, I think they probably felt like kind of like we did, that maybe it was just, a, you know, an ending once you get out of the playoffs. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll get when we get to that, we'll, we'll figure it out. But as of right now, we're not worried about it. It's, you know, the one thing, the big tenant of our program is, is we call flush it. Something bad happens to you. None of that that happened uh, to our team last week was in our control. So when a bad play happens, whether you messed up or your teammate messed up or the officials messed up or the coach messed up, you have to be able to flush it and play the next play because if the last play affects the next play, you're in trouble. So we've been in a flush it mentality, and I thought our kids have done an outstanding job uh, just just looking forward. Definitely. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance along with Coach Perry. Um, this particular night, I'll give you guys an early heads up. We were unable to get a player. Um, we were kind of running late. I was, and then uh, Coach uh, didn't want to hold any of these uh, guys up, especially late Thursday, game day tomorrow. Um, we just thought it was best that uh, we'll provide you guys some players next week, but just kind of me and Coach uh, shooting the uh, breeze and talking some uh, Red Dragons football. Um, how about – how about these game balls? We really haven't got into I mean, the first one and, and since then, do you think it, it's heightened the intensity that these guys want to get that? Yeah, I mean, you know, tangibly, you know, what does that result on the field? You know, I don't know. I, I know our kids love the reward system that we have in place. They love the uh, – they hate seeing their names on the loaf sheet, but, they, you know, they love when you post the tackles. They love the goal sheets. They really love helmet stickers. Uh, I probably should implement that at home with my children, helmet stickers for cleaning your room, the way these guys fight for them. Um, and, you know, the game balls, you definitely see. What I think is cool about it, you present it in front of the whole team, but I think you were there one time. Yeah. You see the joy on, on the other kids' faces for that player, which is which is really outstanding. That That's what – you know, what I like most about it. Uh, I know Antoine the one day was talking. He's like, you know, Coach, I won that game ball and lost. So he's like, kind of upset. He won, huh? you know, because you know something you put on your shelf. You probably don't want to look at a at a ball that, uh, you know, from from a, a, a loss. So I understand the sentiment there. But uh, again, it goes to the back to us being spoiled by the community. You know, by the support we got and Brandon. That was Brandon's idea solely on his own. But uh, 
He's he's just stuck now. He's done. He's got to be providing game balls for the next 30, 40 years uh, because it's it's something that the kids really enjoy. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely a cool thing. And yeah, I got to partake in uh, witnessing one of the players receive it, and it it was a pretty cool. As they uh, distributed through the locker room, and and uh, the the players kind of rally. So you got uh, Poland this week, tomorrow. Uh, and I was talking to coaches. They said a good good week of practice, they said. Yeah, I think it definitely was a, a good week of practice. And I think some of that energy, like I said, you know, maybe it was just a break, you know. You don't get breaks. I've never been a part of a bye week in football before. Um, so, you know, maybe it was just maybe fresh legs. Maybe it was like we talked about the realization that this is special and don't take it for granted. Uh, maybe it's because it's Poland it's a big game, and maybe it's likely uh, it's all those things put together. So, um we're just excited to uh, be back at it, and uh, I just loved our energy this week in practice. And you know, they're a really good football team coming in. Um, I'm sure they're disappointed. They had a tough fought loss against South Range uh, this week, and a heartbreaker against Hubbard the week before. So, uh, you know, uh, them coming in with uh, two losses back to back for Poland's pretty rare. And uh, us coming off of bye week is kind of unprecedented. So I, I think it's it'll be interesting to see how some of that that plays out as we move forward. And, and it's funny that you say. I mean, so many unpredictable things um, still within the COVID dynamic, and that's obviously um, health wise. All the players back. I mean, no holes. I mean, no limitations for you guys roster wise. Yeah, knock on wood. You always hate to even put that out in, in the air, but. Uh, Actually, I think Nicky Neapolitan, he had a high ankle sprain very early in the Howling game. And as you know, Bo, you covered the NFL, you know that's, that's, that's the one you don't want to hear. Um, you know, it's not seizing injury, but it takes away at least half of your season. Uh, so we were hoping to get Nick back last week, but he was he was sort of on the fence. And then this week, he's now he's moving a lot better. So uh, he'll be available to us. And then I, I think some of the guys with the bumps and bruises, again, uh, if you look for that silver lining, you know, we, we got some guys a little chance to heal up. And uh, I think for the most part um, – I think we'll be we'll be full strength. So that that that's rare in the middle of the season, you know. So like, we hope to keep that going as well. And and, and um, as we talk, coach, I don't want to um, getting back to the Jefferson game. We were talking a little bit about you know possible schedule. How does that kind of kind of how does how does that work? Is that something you bring to to the 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 school or this I mean how does that kind of work yeah that's a that's a group decision really you know probably starting all the way up to uh mistake then okay uh you know you you have it's not just us you know our cheerleaders missed out our band missed out on the night um you know all all those kind of things I think you have to consider I mean not that anything was good about it but it wasn't a away game so at least we didn't lose a a game here people say if there was one game that was going to be on the COVID schedule Make it Jefferson just because of the distance. Yeah, not because the bus of drive itself alone for uh, as a coach yeah. gets brutal. Um, I don't think we didn't have a charter bus scheduled for that one. So, uh, uh, yeah, from a travel standpoint, <laughs> nobody was uh, disappointed by that. But, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I can't even wrap my head around where that's at right now just because such a, you know, we have such a tough schedule coming up. Uh, Poland this week, then you go to South Range. Uh, who right now they and Hubbard are sitting on the top of the league, and then then Struthers, who we always battle with, and then Hubbard, who's also undefeated, and uh, then you finish up at Gerard. I mean, it, it's a gauntlet here coming down the stretch. So to think about what might be a 
week 11, you know, and, and the, the, the fly in the ointment is we're trying to make the playoffs, which this year, again, for the, the more casual listener and doesn't know, there are 16 teams qualifying for the playoffs as opposed to eight. So there is just a, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess, easier to get in. Uh, but if you're in that bottom part, boy, you're going to be playing some good teams right off the rip. So, you know, uh, but, you know, our kids understand the value. You know, last year being able to play two playoff games, the excitement of playoff football, once you get that taste, uh, it, it sets a, a, a bit of a standard in your program that you want to get back to. So, uh, you know, that's always a goal. And right now we don't have any losses in, in our league either. So, uh, you know, a league title is, is something that's on our mind. And uh, uh, I don't, what I like about, you know, if you read the papers or, you know, the social media, there is absolutely zero mention of the Niles when things come up, whether it be in our region or in our conference, and that's how we like it. You know, we like that uh, us against the world mentality, and, uh, you know, we don't need to pound our chest and talk about some of the things we, we've done. Uh, I, I'd like to think if we played better week one, we'd be 4-0, and and we'd probably be even more excited. But uh, yeah, all of our goals, really, for the most part, are still intact as far as the season moving forward, so we're excited that we get to keep moving uh, tomorrow night. That's us, uh, Coach. We uh, appreciate your time. Kind of a quieter show. Um, it, it is bizarre when we don't have the games to talk about, the players to talk about how they performed, and, and just kind of it really it just shows you the emphasis of how fun game week is, and without it, it, it is kind of quiet. Yeah, and you know, again, going back to what's different, like I thought, I thought our kids had more fun in practice this week. You know, sometimes you think, oh, I'll practice, but that's just a monster. With our kids, you know, this week, I thought they came out with great energy. We went to the Wellness Center yesterday. Those storms were rolling oh, in, and uh, I would like to, I guess, uh, shout out to the mayor, Mr. Planny, and, the, you know, they've always been very welcoming to, to get us in there, and uh, that's a huge advantage, you know, when your opponent's either, A, sitting out there in the pouring down rain and you're dry or they're not practicing at all, and we're able to go in there, and, and uh, there's there's few things you can't do in there, but right. most part, we, if, if, how many teams in Ohio, I think us, Maslin, uh, there might be one or two others that maybe have access to a facility like that, but uh, they, they probably can count them on one hand, uh, somebody has a facility like that, so it's another big part of our puzzle, and without Mr. Palami uh, welcome us in there, uh, you know, uh, we wouldn't be able to do that, so it, it was good that we were able to get a full practice in. Now, again, people probably don't know this, we did not able, we were able to practice Monday. We were still finishing out the, the kids that had to quarantine based on exposure, so Monday was our last day of that, so we had a virtual practice Monday, asked the kids to go out and run. Now, our vaccinated players were here, so we had a, we had some of our players here, and they were able to come out and, and get some running in, but we certainly weren't a full team. So, you know, a different week of practice, but, again, that interview was, was great. So it's really, really cool. Excellent. And a big shout-out to, to the mayor and uh, and Mr. Palani for uh, doing that. As I always like to say, everybody in the community putting their hand in the pile to kind of do their part to uh, make this program that much better and have things run that much more smoothly. Now, I'm going to ask you this final question, and I'm ignorant. I should know this, but I don't. But I, who knows? You might have been like, Bo, we did it last week. and Well, <laughs> might have not been last week, but we did it two weeks ago, and you weren't here. Uh, does, does, do we do any, like, you know, Penn State has the whiteout. Do we do anything like that where we have, like, a night where everybody kind of, kind of color coordinated? And Well, I'll tell you, and we probably neglected this on this, this show, but the, the student – 
students in charge of all of that. And, okay. And I, each week they come up with a theme. Okay. So I'm always kind of kind of uh, anxious to to see what it is. You know, they turn around and they're on hunting gear, or they're all in. You know, uh, whether it just be mouse colors, uh, they get pretty creative with all that stuff. Usually around Halloween, there's some different types of stuff. So I don't ever know what it is. Uh, we started a, a tradition a couple of years ago where we took one student body member and let him run out of the tunnel with us, um, okay. running the flag. And, in fact, I was talking to my daughter about it, and she said, are you still doing that? I said, well, unfortunately, just with COVID, you just don't want to, you know, just you don't want people in the locker room. You right. know? But we need to get back to that. Uh, those guys bring a lot of juice for us. And uh, I actually, I'm probably a little different. I actually like seeing when the other team shows up with a good group of fans too i mean i think it adds something to oh, the game yeah. uh i try to make and in times i've seen that, i'm trying to go over and acknowledge those kids as well um my favorite thing about this whole thing though is 100 and some kids in the band you know maybe 30 or 40 kids cheering uh you got the kids up in the uh up in the stands, there might be fifty, sixty, eighty kids up there. Parents, when it's it's, I've said all the the biggest gatherings in Niles have probably been at football games for the last fifty years. Right. You know, I can't think of many events outside of that. Uh, I guess you could count like the Mount Carmel Festival, obviously yeah. each year. But uh, you know, a one day event where you're, where you're packing everybody in for a common cause. Right. Niles football is on top of that, and, but it's just not about our team. It's about our community and how we love football. And that, to me, is, is really a big part of why I, you know, am just so honored to be coaching here because of because we are a football town and it's it's so much fun and and it's and it's inclusive. I mean, there's there's so many people in, involved in that and uh, it just you know when you, when it's going right, it makes for for great great nights. I'm curious, like I said, I both so so we have to get that student section a universal. Uh, Maybe we got to get a student yeah. section rep and on you know, the podcast. Maybe they, they can. can uh, yeah, but a universal crowd color and be, some pom poms and towels, and get this this make it a raucous yeah. here. There's right. there's no doubt, and we we know we we know it starts with us. But at the end of the day, we put out a product people want to get behind. I've I've lived in this town long enough to know that they will show up and they will support and they'll be loud. Uh, I can go back to the the years I was playing, and if there's any of those guys that I played with, remember we were playing Parma Padua out here, and uh, they were driving down the score in the band, and they made the band be quiet, and uh, they said they were going to throw a flag. Well, then the fans got loud. And then they made the fans speak. Yeah, I was like you thinking, I don't know if you remember this, Bo, but there used to be a penalty in like college and that, that if the crowd was too loud. And and so they they made the crowd quiet. I'm like, it's a high school football game. And they're quieting the crowd. You don't see that every day. And uh, we actually had a goal line stance kid. I played with Brian Keynes intercepted the pass, and we ended up it was winning the game. But, uh, you know, that was a long time ago, 30 years ago. Uh, I think in 2000, 20 years ago, I can remember this place spilling over. I know Coach Anarella had some teams. Coach Shaner had some teams where when it's going good, the people come out, and this is a great, great environment. What makes Bo Ryan special to me, a lot of other places, you know, Austintown Fitch has a nice, nice uh, stadium, Boardman, some of these others. We don't have a track, which is disappointing for our track athletes, but it puts everybody closer to the field. If you love football, this is the place to watch a football game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just special when we get a big crowd out here. Yeah, and I, I, know, I know it's just part of, you know, high school athletics where, you know, the tracks and the modern-day things, but it is nice when the football stadium is strictly the football 
Yeah, my my favorite stadium in Ohio is Steubenville, and it's not the biggest. I think, you know, Maslin, what they have over there is outstanding, and they have every bell and whistle, and it's, you know, you can tell how well it's taken care of. But in Steubenville, you walk into that, and it's just a pit of, I think, on the out-of-bounds on the visitor side, it might be six yards off, and you got to really walk. I mean, I'm on, I don't, I'm assuming over the years somebody's gotten really hurt, you know, that's how close it is, but uh, uh, they have end zone seats, and it, 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 and it kind of swallows you up. That's a fun, fun place to play. Um, and, you know, I don't I don't think we're too far behind that. We, we've got to, you know, get the program up to the standards where, uh, you know, where we, we want to fill this place up. That's our goal, and uh, we're working at it. Awesome stuff. Well, Coach, best of luck to you tomorrow night against Poland. Hopefully you guys come out victorious. I'll be here, and uh, I know you'll be here. God willing, we'll both be there tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and COVID days, you never COVID days, yeah, we can't, pro- yeah, we can't promise anything. But, hey, as always, and, uh, hey, I know I'll, I know Coach will agree with me. Um, to the moms and dads out there, the frontliners, the moms, everybody who puts, like I like to say, the hand in the pile, make the stadium look so nice, do all the things that they do. So when you guys arrive here at Bo Ryan Stadium, um, you guys – you get to have a nice experience. I mean, the food, the vending, everything, it's always up to par. So um, big shout-out again to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance from Andy Brothers, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening in. Again, best truck to these Red Dragons tomorrow night against the Poland Bulldogs. This has been a C2P exclusive.